0: Thank you for joining us today with Newly Awakened Ministries. So I laid this groundwork and let's go to John 21. See these, the disciples, um, after Christ, we find Christ had died and he had risen and showed himself to them a couple of times. This is the third time that we're going to talk about. They believed all these things that God had for them, but then tomorrow came. Christ was not there, not in the way they had expected him to be. Their dreams fell apart as far as they could tell. Their plans came to naught, so it fell. So here some of the disciples are hanging out. Simon Peter saith unto them. So I'm going to pause as we go along <laughs> and interject, okay? I thought it was very interesting they called him Simon Peter. They called him by his old name and his new name. Look at your neighbor and say, hang on, y'all. You got
1: this. I got this. <laughs> I'm all by myself. I got
0: this.
1: So, after dealing with the grief and disappointments and the mistakes, because you
0: know Peter said, I will never deny you Christ. Never. I won't. I don't care. I will not. I, the world can, you know, roll over tomorrow, but I will not. I will not deny you. And yet he did. And so he's dealing with all of these mixed feelings. And I'm sure the trauma of seeing Christ. Sacrificed was on his mind of, that could be me, you know, they could come after me that way. So Simon Peter's hanging with his buddies and he says, I'm going fishing. He sought comfort in what God had called him out of when he found him. So tonight we're making decrees and we're resolving we're going to th- do things Maybe begin again. Maybe some of us are are, um, just starting in this decision in the faith walk. And things appear to take a turn for the worse often. Will you return to the familiar? So we know that Peter was a leader. He was the most frequently listed disciple in the Gospels. He was a man of all men. He was the big kahuna, if you will. He was in the inner circle of Christ. He walked on water for goodness sake. An angel freed him from prison. Now how many of you know, how many people do you know that has that kind of Jesus resume? Mm -hmm. And sadly, as we read on in verse three, they said unto him, we also go with you. He led them back to the familiar. They went forth and entered into the ship immediately and that night they caught nothing. Can you say nothing? Nothing. <laughs> how many times have we returned to the very thing God has called us out of to find nothing there? Yeah. Now, I'm not much of a fisherwoman. Do we have any fishermen here? Kind of, sort of? Okay. <laughs> so we all know how the fish stories go, right? It was this uh-huh. big. And then the story retold and it's... fisherman and catch nothing. All night long. And I often wonder, what were the conversations that went on in the boat as they were trying to be productive in fishing? You know, I imagine they probably were talking about those things. What happened? What could happen? So I wanted to um, personally apply this and share um, a story with, with you in my life. Uh, a year ago, about this time, my mom got very sick, and um, it was with COVID and other complications, and I sought the Lord for direction because I want to know, Lord, you know, how am I supposed to pray? How am I supposed to stand? What do you want? And I had a vision, and I walked into my mom's hospital room in this vision, and she was sitting up in bed. Her color was like, she looks sick. She was so healthy. And she looked at me and smiled and said, where have you been? I'm like, okay, God, I will stand. You're going to heal my mom. I don't care. I don't care if I'm foolish in front of people. I don't care if people on Facebook don't understand. I don't care if my family, if I embarrass them, God, you said my mom will live and she would not die. And I've and stood on that word. But don't you know she passed away? Now I had the opportunity to go back to the old things, the old ways, the pity party, Unforgiveness, bitterness, all those things God had saved me from. But I chose to stand. God, it may not look how I think it should look. It may not happen how I want it to happen. Yes, I know she's healed. I know she's in heaven. I I praise God that I had a time of healing and reconciliation with my mother before she passed. But still, there's those things that you have to contend with and deal with as a process of serving Christ. So we're going to go to the next verse, when the morning was now come. Now how many of you know the difference a day makes in the Lord? He does not waste a thing that we walk through, and he turns everything to our good if we remain obedient and faithful, even if we miss it sometimes. So I just want to encourage you, don't, don't return back to the bitterness or the rebellion or the unforgiveness or the um the belief system the lord saves you out of continue in this revolution of where god is taking us as a people as a whole and it begins in our individual lives as we stand for what he has for us and what he is showing us so the morning came and jesus stood on the shore but the disciples knew not that it was jesus i don't know how they didn't know it was jesus but they did Jesus saith unto them, Children, have you any meat? And they answered him, No. And I'm probably just like this. No. And he said unto them, Cast the net on the right side of the ship, and ye shall be, and ye shall find. Now, as I was reading through this, I'm like, God, I don't understand. I'm a fisherman. I'm, I'm a professional, and I know what I'm doing. And this somebody, I don't. Shore. after I fished all night long he's going to tell me to cast on the other side I don't know that I would have done that and so I just thought that was very interesting that they would try that maybe it's something in their culture I don't know but I just thought that was interesting because they did and then when they did they were not able to draw the multitude of fishes therefore that disciple whom Jesus loves saith unto Peter it is the Lord now when Simon Peter heard that, it was the Lord, and he his fisher's coat unto him, for he was naked, and he did cast himself into the sea. I bet he swam like a fanatic to get to that Jesus whom he loved. And the other disciples came in the little ship, for they were not far from the land, but as it were two hundred cubits, dragging the net with fishes. As soon then as they were come to land, they saw a fire of coals there. And fish lay there on and bread. And Jesus said unto them, Bring the fish which ye have caught now. And I just think that's such a beautiful picture of the Lord. That when we go back to things that we know better, we do know better, and we do that Christ is there, gently waiting for us to meet our need. He didn't beat them over the head with it. So Simon Peter, after Jesus said, go get the fish that you caught, Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land full of great fishes, 153, and for all there were so many that the net was not broken. So I'm like, okay, 153, God, what is significant about 153? There's got to be something, right? So I'm going to throw some things out at you. It may fit, it may not, but hey, it's free, so, you know. <laughs> if it don't, you can share with me later on. Uh, in the Bible, well, 153, in this instance, it uh, represents an overflow blessing from God. And the, the disciples marvel because they're net held together. There are so many fish, the abundance. I love that. And then in Ezra, um, in the Strong's at 153, it, um, I pull it up. I'm sorry, I meant to have that up already. It talks about the strong arm and the power, and I thought that was very interesting because we were talking about Hosanna and the power that God has given us. That was cool. And then in um, you know, researching out, I found that nevertheless is used in the, gospel, in the Bible 150. Nevertheless, in other tr- other um, gospels that talks about this particular subject, when Christ said, cast your net on the other side, they say, well, we fished all night, but nevertheless, Lord, we will. And also when Christ was in the garden and he was faced with the death of the cross, he said, Lord, let this cup pass from me, but nevertheless, your will be done. So Peter was reminded that day that his purpose was not to be a fisherman, uh, yes, but to be a fisher of men. So let's read on. Jesus saith unto them, Come and dine, and none of the disciples durst ask him, Who art thou, knowing that it was the Lord? So they knew it was him at this time. (laughs) Uh, Jesus cometh and taketh bread and giveth them fish likewise. This is now the third time Jesus showed himself to the disciples after he was risen from the dead. So when they had died, Jesus saith unto him, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? And Simon saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Jesus said, Feed my lambs. And again, it happened in the next verse. And the third time, Jesus said unto him, Simon of Jonas, lovest thou me? And Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. And Jesus saith unto him, feed my sheep. It's just so amazing how Christ, he fed them, gave them direction, kindly redirected them, and, and showed them feed my sheep. That is your your big picture. You know, you may need to do these other things on the side, but feed my sheep is the um, direction he said. So we discussed, now returning to the familiar, and I want to share with you um, as we get ready to wrap up some things that I do to help in my walk with the Lord, not to return back to the familiar. It does say, as we read on, though I did want to talk about this, that Christ, in verse 19, this spake he signifying by what death he should glorify God. In his death, Christ was saying, I will bring glory to God. And when he had spoken this to them, he said, follow me. So some of the things that I do in my walk with the Lord to continue growing and standing when things don't appear as I want them to be. Sometimes I sing unto the Lord uh, in song. Sometimes there are songs that are familiar. There are sometimes there are songs that I just make up as I go. And I just get my flags out oftentimes and just worship because it takes the focus off the circumstances and put them back where they belong on Him. Reading scriptures aloud is another way that i um, combat the lies of the enemy god you said i'm the head i'm on the tail god you said i am was coming and going um, and speak to those mountains to change and to shift and submit um, reaching out to spiritual support system can be very beneficial for prayer or direction because god we need each other and, and god speaks to our brothers and sisters in ways that we maybe we need to hear and then i One of the main things I did when I really first started, I journaled a lot. And I always begin when I journal with gratitude, thanking God. I write it all out, whatever it is I need to get off my chest, but I always end with scripture. Lord, it refocused again. It takes it back from me and my problems, but it puts it back on Him. Only you can fulfill your God given destiny and assignments. So no matter what, let's not return to the familiar. Let's walk in the authority he's called us to walk in. Hosanna. (laughs) Say it with me.
1: Hosanna.
0: Hosanna. Like Christ's example, let's establish his kingdom here on earth as we obey him and bring our bodies into subjection and walk in our God-given authority, even when things don't look like they should. So in a moment, Andrew is going to come up. Thank you for listening to this week's Fuel the Flame from Newly Awakened Ministries. You can follow Newly Awakened Ministries on Facebook and Instagram. You can also connect with us through newlyawakenedministries.com.